Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. We cannot believe it, but 2022 is officially coming to an end. And over the past year, we've recorded over 50 episodes based on topics that we personally have found to be relevant, not only in our professional lives, but our personal lives and I think in your lives as well. So in honor of another year coming to a close, we decided to create a best of episode highlighting some of your most listened to episodes. If it weren't for your support, we would not still be here able to release a new episode every single Monday. Let's dive into our first podcast episode to highlight. In episode 59, A Paralegal's Perspective, an interview with Dawn Congisti, we had the absolute honor of interviewing our very own paralegal, Dawn. She shares her journey to becoming a paralegal for Laura and I, and Dawn's story is really inspiring, and we are forever grateful to have her a part of our firm. So take a listen to this clip from the episode here. Environment is everything. And you have been in all these different environments, you know, and learned what your strengths were along the way. So, you know, how have you seen, how has your environment impacted you along the way? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you know, I think about from the beginning, you know, when I first started as a paralegal, it's that initial like honeymoon phase. Like I was so excited. It was just something brand new. And you know, I, I looked at it as this huge honor to be able to help people sort out their lives. And, you know, I, I kind of attributed that a lot to what I felt when I was a police reserve, you know, people, you saw people at their worst and we still do. I mean, we, we see them in the greatest moments of their lives and really when they've struggled and hit rock bottom and they don't know what else to do, or they feel like there's nothing else that they can do. And going through those motions, through the different careers, you know, while the construction one had a different satisfaction because you, you saw a building go from the bottom up, you know, I kind of think of that with everything that I've done, with everything that we do, you know, we don't just start at the top. I mean, nobody, nobody does. And if you did, like, please let us know how you got there so quickly because yes, yeah, yeah. kudos. No. But as much as I had these little like flashbacks in my mind, you know, really when I was in the hospital, you know, seeing other people going through stuff, just like me, you know, you sit back and you, you do a lot of why and how come and why me and all that sort of stuff. But then you think of it from a completely different perspective and say, okay, I'm in it now, but the millions of other people that went before me, they did it. They, they, they got through it. They conquered it. And then there's going to be a million other people, which we hope we, there never is a million other people, but there's a lot of other people out there that are going through it too. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, between what I went through in the hospital and, you know, all the stuff medically that went wrong, like I realized like strength is so underrated. Like you, you don't know how strong you are until you're in the worst of your life. And I, I think that's what I love about what we do. And not to say that everybody comes in and that they're in the worst moments of their life, but 
knowing that you're helping them is just, it's the greatest feeling. You know, you never know who's on the other end of the phone when they're calling. You know, we may see a number pop up, but that means nothing until you get on the phone and you hear somebody's, you know, I need help with this, or I'm so excited. I'm buying my first home, or I just got a speeding ticket again. You know, like you just, you just never know what that's going to be. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you're totally going to want to. In episode 61, can you really ever take a vacation as a business owner? We're talking about the truth when it comes to vacationing as a business owner and whether or not it's possible to completely unplug. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. Our first tip that we want to share with you about going on vacation and what you should do as a business owner is that you need to set boundaries up front that are very clear with not only your team, but also with your clients. Um, and I can share a little insight into this because when I was leaving for vacation, I was starting to let clients know, obviously Laura and Dawn knew our accounts manager knew like we, I made everybody aware in the office and we all, I think just without even saying it's like an unspoken desire to not bother one another on vacation, unless there's like an absolute emergency, someone's on fire. Okay. So, but your clients, they might not understand that because an emergency to them is something completely different than an emergency to you, especially in the legal profession. Right. So I started to dribble and drab to several clients of mine that I know I have a very consistent, um, communication with that. I was leaving for vacation. I was going to be out for these days. Um, and happily enough, their 4th of July holiday fell there. So I knew that it wasn't going to be a terrible interruption in like what we were working on, but I had to let them know that I was going to be away. And most of them didn't even bat an eye. And they were like, have a great vacation. We'll talk when you get back. But then some of them with more time sense, sensitive issues really needed to know that because when they did need to try and reach me for transactional matters, especially they needed to know the idea of like how quickly I might be able to get back to them, like that outside time period. And so this really applied for my transactional matters. And I had a couple of them that they were following up and they knew I was on vacation, but they were consistently following up, following up, following up. And finally, like Dawn and I were like, okay, we have to nip this in the bud and we have to let these people know, like, this is the outside time period. If you reach out to me in the morning, there might not be a good chance that I will get to it or see the email or have Dawn relay it to me in my absence until the afternoon. And by simply making that clear to some of these clients and these individuals that I I'm working with, it helped lessen the burden on me and the pressure on me and the frustration of it. Because you can say that you're away on vacation, but we all know that people are still going to be looking for you. And for you to think that like, they're not looking for you or they're not going to ever expect you to just respond in our very connected society of cell phones and emails and whatnot. It's just really unrealistic. Um, So by responding to them and saying like, I got your email this morning or Amy has seen it this morning. She's going to get back to you by the afternoon. Then I had it on me to know that, okay, that's my time frame. That's my window of time. So if Joey had to take the kids to go do something so that I could try and be present and get this done, then that's what I had to do. In episode 68, The Power of Words, a conversation with holistic business coach, Jennifer Mallory, 
we had the honor of getting to talk with Jennifer, who shares with us the importance of showing up as a whole person in your business. This episode was absolutely one of our favorites, and we are so glad that you, as our audience, loved it as well. So take a listen to this clip from the episode here. Where do you normally start with someone? So I am a practitioner of a methodology that's called positive intelligence. And positive intelligence is awareness. It's a kind of awareness that allows you to bring the awareness that you would have in meditation into your day so that you have that peace and that ability to respond rather than react with you at all times. So when I first start coaching with somebody, we go over, all right, what is it that you're looking to do in your business and in your life? And so people will come to me with, this is what I'm trying to achieve. I have a questionnaire, you know, what do you think is in the way? So we start the process of coaching and then I run them through this methodology, um, which is a six week program that they take and it teaches the fundamentals of awareness. And that program, once I teach people how to access, um, how to access their emotions and how to work with their emotions, it 10 times delivers what I can do in individual coaching because people come already aware of the things that are getting in their way. And then we just talk through what's getting in their way and focus on the actions that they're going to take to get where they want to go. This next episode is one of my favorites because it was a light bulb moment for me. In episode 79, Nobody's Coming to Save You, we're sharing our top tips on preparing yourself and changing your mindset when it comes to getting through some of the most chaotic times of the year. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. People are, I'm sure, listening to this and saying like, well, what happens when you feel like it's not just one thing, but it is all of the things coming down at you at the same exact time, right? Like when it rains, it pours, all of those, you know, cliches that people use. And it's true. I think that there's a momentum in negativity that can cause people to really like shut down almost and just be willing to say, oh, this is just how my life is going. I, I can't change it. And it's just, I'm going to embrace the fact that it's horrible and also then not do anything to change it. So for you, you know how stressful this is without adding a you know shoulder surgery on top of your everyday life of running a law practice and taking care of kids and taking care of your house and then entering a busy season. But I think what we also need to recognize is that you can stop the cycle. You can like stop the train in its tracks and it doesn't have to be that you turn it around 180 degrees, but just doing one positive thing for yourself could perhaps start the momentum in the opposite direction, right? So like, I guess interrupting that like negativity is probably the most important tip that we could share today. It's like, you just have to recognize that this is not something that's long-term. It's not permanent. You can always make a change. And if you recognize that you won like half the battle, in my opinion. And that's what I had to do yesterday. Because I was just mentally spinning, like totally exhausted. It was, you know, we're so thankfully, you know, we have a lot going on with work. um, But, you know, that's very busy. And then the kids have everything that they have going on. They have school. I'm driving them here and there. And obviously the house, the dog, and then Mike, you know, can't do anything for himself. So 
I have to help him do everything. And I just had to like, literally, like you said, like stop myself in my tracks yesterday because my head felt so heavy and I was just so tired mentally. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop myself in my tracks and say, okay, you have been through seasons like this before. It's extremely busy. It's extremely exhausting, but it's also temporary. And yeah. before we know it, he'll be better. And we'll be back to our regularly scheduled chaotic programming. Yes. <laughs> I believe this is more chaotic than normal, if that's even possible. And in episode 80, will you choose fear or faith? This might be one of my favorite episodes from 2022. We got really real when it comes to the truth about consistently choosing fear over faith and what happens when you decide to take that direction and choose faith over fear. It's time to flip that mindset and focus on relying on your faith by trusting your instincts and moving forward. It might not always sound easy, but we can promise you that you will thank us later. So take a listen to this clip from the episode here. Fear and faith both require you to believe in something you cannot see. Which will you choose? It's just such a good quote. So good. Right? So autumn. I mean, (laughs) totally so autumn about it, but it's so true. Like in the context of the workout, it's the fear of failure. It's the feel of fear of not getting to the goal that you have. But then if you have the faith on the flip side of that coin, that you will make progress or that you will achieve the goals, but maybe not on the timeline that you think you're going to achieve them on. They both require you, like she said, to believe in something that you cannot see. If you're fearful of something, you don't know if that thing is going to happen. And if you have faith that something's going to happen, you still don't know that that thing is going to happen. So it requires you to rely on your beliefs. This, I think, plays really well into mindset. And this is a theme that Laura and I are always talking about is so important for you to be in control of the mindset. And it is a choice that you can make. You can choose to fear something or have faith. So a perfect example of this is my favorite quote ever from Laura Katina when she had left our prior firm and she had said to me with like, I think the most overwhelming calm I have ever seen in my life was everything is just going to work out and I just know it will. And that faith, I was like, are you crazy? I am, I'm I'm afraid (laughs) for you. Like it's a big deal to go out on your own and start your own business. And then, oh my gosh, the pandemic hit and everything. And you just had this like incredible sense of faith that things were going to work out. And knowing you as I do, I think the other part of that is, is that you're always going to find a way to make things work. Like that's just the work ethic that you have. That's the attitude that you take on the mindset you have. But like, for me, I was in a a fear mindset on your behalf. Um, (laughs) But you had this like resounding faith in something that you didn't even know what it was going to look like. Right. And that can be scary. Right. And so it's totally understandable why people choose fear because faith, it sounds funny, but like faith, having faith can be scary um, because you, you literally don't know, just like with fear, you don't know how it's going to work out. Right. I always say like the kids will ask me a question, like, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? And I'll say only God knows that's my belief. Right. So obviously there's people have all different kinds of beliefs. Right. But, um, but I'll say to them, like, 
only God knows what's going to happen. Right. So I, you know, how I am about my instincts, right? Mm -hmm. So, so when I left there, I knew I had no option. Like literally staying was just not, it was not an option. So I, but I felt that it was going to be okay. And I just had to rely on that faith. That's what I was relying on because if I chose the fear, it would just make things worse for myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, and it really is a mindset. And is it easy to do that? Absolutely not. It's incredibly difficult. Do I do it all the time? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there, you know, we're human beings. Like there are times where I am choosing fear and it's just, you know, and I have to walk myself back and, and try to get myself to make a different choice. But at that point in time, I truly felt, and you said to me, I remember you, I remember I was sitting in my office and you were like, how are you so calm right now? I remember you saying that to me. And I said, I don't know. I I just believe that it's going to be okay. It's still crazy to think that we have put out over 80 episodes now. It's really unbelievable. As always, we thank you again for all of your ongoing support. We very truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you in 2023 on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.